0: Hi, my name is Jared Davis. Welcome to the first experimental episode of the Royal Podcast of Oz. In this first experimental episode, I talk with Sam Malazzo, who lives in Australia, and Alan Cook, who lives in Glasgow, Scotland, and we discuss the illustrations by John O'Neill for the book Ozma of Oz. As this is an experimental version of the podcast, I appreciate any feedback that anyone has to offer. So I hope you enjoy our analysis of the illustrations of Ozma of Oz.
1: So, um, so I've got America here and Australia. Mm-hmm. Truly international.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. All right. All right, well, we were wanting to look over these illustrations and eyes, my advice. Al, you were saying something not too long ago about a uh, illustration on page 171.
1: Let me just check it.
0: One hundred seventy-one.
2: Yes, page one hundred seventy-one, where the new king shows a small part of his army.
1: Oh yeah, hi Sam. welcome. Oh yeah, this is this is one of my favourite illustrations of Niels. Uh, this is, this is a very interesting illustration for me um, because if you notice the bottom, if you think of it in two halves. Top half is dark, whereas and um, the top half is detailed and dark. Yeah, oh, the bottom yeah. half. Yeah, the bottom the, the bottom half isn't really that detailed. It looks detailed, but it's not. If you really look at it, it's not detailed. It's it's just um. Uh, it's what I call fodder. It's um. It's done quick. The bottom half looks as if it's done first, and if the. If you, if you see it, the top half is done... It's quite, um, it's quite dramatic. It's, it's very dark. It's got a lot of shadows. All the shadows are in the right place as well. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It's a very, very, very... It's a very interesting illustration for me, and it's got a lot of perspective in it, because if you... I always view this one in two halves. The top half, they're on a balcony, obviously. Yes. So they've got shadows... And when you look down this pers- there's a lot of perspective in it. It's uh it's a very interesting one. It's one of my favourite ones from Neil. It might even be my favorite. Um it it always stands out to me. Oh yeah, I
2: understood. Yeah, that is a good page. I think one of my favorite I mean I think very hard because a lot of I like a lot of the color plates but I think the ones that I really like is the color plate that has Dorothy eating her dinner pail because um, this is of course a hard the books are born to a hot edition but in a paperback edition where overvas um, you didn't see the corner, the picture in the corner. You know that Dorothy is waving and Berlin is folding her? But here, yeah. yeah, it was
0: such a spot to see it. <coughs> yeah. I'm trying to find a picture here. I...
1: Which page is that one? Oh,
0: 69, 69 sorry.
2: Okay. And the same thing can be said for page 89. You see, Nanda, the maid, and Boleyn the chicken, um, with a border of one leader's thirty or so heads, but in the paperback Dover edition, we, that border isn't there either. So it's such, I think it's great having a hardcover like this because you see the pictures as they were originally drawn and published. So it's great to see the borders. I think they're the best looking ones. Mm.
1: I think that's very interesting, Sam, because um, mm. I'm on I'm on page 69 here. And you know, and it has a square, uh, a a, a rectangle around it, Mm -hmm. and the branch at the top right Mm -hmm. comes out of the rectangle.
2: Yep, that's
1: it. it. It's um, Mm -hmm. it's interesting. And
2: it's in colour. Sorry. And it's in colour.
1: That's right, but the colour seems a bit um. Oh, I don't know. It's it, it. it, the color seems
2: plain, Black?
1: Um, it doesn't seem like for the time it was drawn in. I don't know if it seems representative of that. It has it. Uh, could could it be touched up?
0: Might have been. Let's see,
1: I I always think that of all those books, especially the books of wonders editions. I always think that things look a bit vibrant and. I always wondered if that's the way that mm. they were at the time.
0: Um, my edition yeah. is showing a little white line over Dorothy's head and on page 69. Oh yeah, yeah, I, see, yeah I can see, I see that. that. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. that's,
1: that's um, funny, isn't it? <laughs> All right.
0: I wonder Probably what that is. Probably they got the copy they had that they reproduced the pictures from had it. I guess maybe they did, you know. And if they touched up the pictures at all, they probably didn't fix that for some reason.
1: Any of you know? Any of you guys know what medium Mr. Neil worked in? Because I know he did watercolors, but for the finals, you know what he worked in?
0: Huh. I'm not very sure myself. I always figured this was probably. Well, I'm guessing he probably drew these out in ink first. And somehow got uh, copied that was coloured.
1: Well, as as an illustr as an illustrator myself, I think that, and you know, forgive me for saying it, but it looks as if to me that, I mean, I don't know if this is true, but they look as if they've been coloured uh, by not not him. <laughs> We're on page sixty nine just now, right? See if you look at Dorothy's hair. Oh. Uh, the colour the color is it's not in the lines, and I don't think that an illustrator would do that. And I think that an illustrator would definitely notice yeah. a white line above her head, like you said, Jared. But I think the way it's coloured... I mean, I think John O'Neill was a very mm. careful illustrator, and I mm. think that these, these were maybe, maybe possibly done in just black and white, because there's a wee bit of colour that seeps out of the lines, and I don't think any respectable illustrator would... Uh, see that going unseen, if that makes sense.
0: And the colour of her face mm. blends in with the colour of her hair. That's right.
1: It's I mean, interesting. The west, and the
0: rest of her skin, the picture, is coloured completely differently. Yeah.
1: It's, it's interesting, and it's very... um. Oh, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? It's... um.
2: I think I have an answer for the colouring difference.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Um, I've got now Dorothy and the wizard in Oz, and I just remembered mm. something about... The difference between the colours of the previous two books and then Dorothy and the Wizard. Now on in Dorothy and the Wizard in Oz, page two hundred and sixty two, like in the afterword, the second last paragraph says in this Neil's third Oz book, he truly hits his stride as the royal artist of Oz. Not only are his pen and ink drawings fabulously detailed and marvelously stylized, but here for the first time, he illustrates mm. an Oz book with watercolors. The Marvelous Land of Oz and Ozmen of Oz contained color illustrations that were actually black and white drawings that had been colored by the printer on press. But the ah. color and cover design for Dorothy and the in Oz were done in watercolors. One of only two Oz books for which Neil did
1: this. Well, um, that, that's that's very interesting to a guy like me because um, Jared, I don't know if you remember, remember this 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 cover, this mysterious cover. Anything of Oz? Uh, and it was a watercolor.
0: Yeah. And you were also mentioning the cover mm-hmm. of Ozma of Oz without the dust jacket on. How it's odd uh, uh, that Ozma's dress is blue and it's white. Right, and
1: Dorothy's, um, her bow is blue as well. And but I think, and the socks as well, and the belt as well.
2: And not to mention a little bit of the socks oh. that's, you know, look at Dorothy's shoes, Yeah. and you'll see that where it's supposed to be Dorothy's socks, they're blue instead of yellow.
1: I, I think I might have a wee, um, I might know about that. Printers, the guys who printed things back then would save on colour, um, and the main the main colours made up printing were still the same now as as they were back then, you know. It was it was pretty much it was red, yellow, and blue, because oh, you can yeah. make any colour from that. It was all the primary colours, you know. And I think it's just uh, it's been overlooked with the bit in the socks. It's just overlooked.
0: I was mentioning page eighty five here, and um, I noticed that eighty five the, the colouring here looks really sloppy. Oh yeah. The caption has a. S- was tied to the panel. It shows uh, Dorothy, TikTok, Bellina, and captive Wheeler at Princess palace. Yeah, they're
1: all outside the lines and stuff like that. They actually look like pastel.
0: So, whoever was a staff colorist over at Riley and Lee during those days, no, Riley and Britain, uh, obviously they
1: no, weren't no, doing no. a good it's, job. It's actually, it's actually a very, it's actually a very strange illustration. Or. Because I don't know if you've got the same copy as me, you've got a you've got a rectangle, then you've got a a break, then another wee rectangle. It's a strange one. I wonder why that is. It,
0: yeah,
1: that seems suggest hmm. to to, it kind of suggests to me that that was once a full illustration without colour. Hmm. I think I'm just guessing though, but. And it looks like it, it look, actually it actually doesn't even look like a finished illustration there's a lot of double lines going and uh, Dorothy's skirt it actually looks like a wee quick quick illustration it's obviously new though you can tell it by the clouds <laughs> uh, yeah
2: the clouds are just the wrong
1: colour yeah but even the way the, the clouds are drawn it's, it's very much Neil.
2: yeah sometimes I, in real life I've seen clouds yeah. that look exactly how John Neil drew them sometimes
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really like the way Neil draws clouds. Um yeah. they're, they're very you never see that. I studied the illustration and you never really see a clouds drawn as as good as he did them. But but that's interesting that um I'm glad you pointed that out, Jared, because it's a very funny illustration. It looks like an outtake. Actually actually it actually looks like um a sort of uh setup for a possible illustration. It doesn't look finished. It looks as if someone's coloured it for him
0: yeah, maybe he was maybe it was like one of the last illustrations he fin- he did or something could that be maybe maybe they asked him for an additional illustration so he had to hurry one up
1: it's definitely amateur compared to what he's what he what he did you know it's, it's definitely amateur
0: he
2: was still learning or well he took-
0: well, I'm noticing the way the palace is drawn here. It's very similar to that old book I have, Rab and His Friends, that was illustrated by Neil. His artwork there wasn't too detailed either, so you know. But he was doing those because he was a he was a staff illustrator, so he had to. So really, almost any book that they were publishing was being illustrated by him. So he had to turn out several yeah. illustrations at a time.
1: I, th- I think if you, um, if I can just direct you over to page 125, there's such a huge okay. difference.
0: <laughs> 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 this
1: is one of my faves.
0: I love this picture.
1: There's such a difference.
0: Just so people know what we're talking about, it's Dorothy scolding Belina.
1: Why, why, Belina? cried Dorothy. Have you been fighting?
0: i <laughs> And Belina looks completely indignant.
1: Well, let's get to the point. The Uh, point. The point I'm getting at is um the color is uh it's done a bit better. I'm still suspicious of it though.
0: Well, you see, there was a lot larger, a lot of the details on that other one were much smaller. So probably, if you print out a black and white Neil picture for a kid kid to draw, he probably won't be able to color as easily as he could a coloring book or whatever.
1: Yep. Look at um. Hmm. Look at. Let's see. Look at Dorothy's fringe. There's two wee bits. There's two tiny parts, right? And mm-hmm. they're just coloured. They're, they're not outlined. You notice that? Yeah.
2: I notice
1: that. The hair ends. Yeah. Yeah. I that that that. I notice that, and um, I don't know. I don't know what I think about it. I, I, it mm-hmm. Sometimes sometimes makes me makes hmm. it, I, I kind of think. Well, did did Neil. New colour these? I, I don't know. They, they look as if, to me, they look as if they've been done just in black and white or pen and ink and someone else has coloured them. That's what oh. I think, but I've, I, I don't have any proof of that, obviously.
2: Oh, remember, the, right. these pictures were coloured by the printer. So maybe they had some filter that didn't quite match up.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Neil... Offered some guidelines about how things should be colored. Yeah, that
1: that's what I wondered, Jack. But, um, but you know,
0: it wasn't exactly him who was illustrating these. Yeah, uh, coloring these. I mean, <laughs> um, Sam. Yeah. I,
1: uh, uh you know, I kind of, I kind of knew that. I kind of knew that he was, he, you know, obviously Neil was drawing them. but I always wondered who was coloring them. Yeah. I, I kind of got the impression that he was doing a lot of his stuff in just pen and ink, and someone else is coloring them. You know, mm. that is interesting, isn't it?
2: <laughs> I think <clears throat> you also notice how throughout the book Dorothy's hair, even though it's in a bob, sometimes changes length. Like like sometimes <laughs> it looks long, and other times yeah. it looks shorter.
1: But I think I think that's um I, I think that's. Uh, I think it's quite innocent because I think if you're illustrating something uh, you, you're not necessarily getting the story in in the sequence it's gonna be you maybe get you maybe maybe you'd get yeah. like chapter nine before you got chapter one and I think I, I, I think I was gonna say I think illustrators have it hard then but that's obviously because I am one <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> right. I, I do think I, I do think that Sometimes you get chapter 9 before you get chapter 1 And it must have been hard to keep up with things It's hard to keep things in sequence
0: Has that ever happened to you? (laughs) It happens to me
1: all too regularly It's like films, I mean Uh, It's like films They don't film films in sequence It must be very confusing
0: Yeah.
2: So you're saying that he might have done the pictures out of order?
1: I would would definitely say it's a fair bet Well,
2: I suppose that's understandable
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I I do think it's a fair bet. Um, writers don't always get ideas in sequence. Mm. As a matter of fact, that's true. I think I think, I think it's a I think it's quite rare for a writer to get something in sequence. They usually think of a great story and how to end it without how to start it. Uh, I think and, and I think that's true now, and I don't. I think there's a very good chance it could be true then, and I think. You know, you know how in films and things like this in books you get um, goofs with yeah. Uh, yeah. hair and things changing places. I don't, I don't see why it should be any different a hundred years ago. I mean, it's just speculation. That's all you'll get, isn't it? I think that's a good
2: idea in theory. That's, I think that would actually make sense.
0: Mm-hmm. One of the more iconic pictures to me for this book is on page one hundred thirty-three, where it shows the meeting. A, yes. Princess Languidier. Uh, I, <laughs> 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 oh, I can't bear heat! <laughs> I can't bear uh, heat. I can't bear
1: heat.
0: Once again, in the background, we have Neil's clouds, but. But the sky's yellow? Yes.
1: The sky but is yellow. Yeah.
0: Maybe that's supposed to suggest that's over where the deadly desert is or something? But you know, as we've said, we Neil didn't do the final coloring for these illustrations, so he may or may not have been part of that.
1: I think this illustration is um, it's it's a funny one. It's, um, it's definitely Neil. It's, and the reason I say that is because uh, because of the angle he has people at. Scarecrow mm-hmm. is uh, the scarecrow, but he's from the he's from the back. Tiktoks from an angle. The main reason I think this is very Neil is because, you know, when it comes down to it, Tiktok's got a bloody chicken on his head. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know,
1: I, I like that. And do you know what, I always wonder, you know how this illustration, it's got a black line around it? Yeah, a black border. I always wonder about that, I always wonder... If that was what Neil did If, if he put a black line, line around it I always wonder if that was a plate um, It's a funny one for me But I, I think the colours in this Are terrible I th- I think I don't think they're good But it is interesting, it's very Neil
2: And actually that's um, Note that The episode of what Of these pictures being coloured in By the printer makes sense Because in this text One we that has her dark hair head, you know, with the very dark hair, so, but she's in this picture, she's drawn with, well... Light blue hair? Yeah. Gray, yeah. is. So, although, I don't see why John didn't put, change the heads. although, oh. like on page 93, maybe on page 93, leader is taking off Ahead, she has in her hands and is about to put on the
1: one in eighteen. <clears throat> ah, I've got something controversial to say about this illustration. I think <laughs> Mr. John John O'Neill was um, a perfectionist. Oh yes.
2: Yeah.
1: We all so, know the I stuff. Can... We all know the stuff he did. Uh, let's. The Emerald City was, uh, you know, he did, he did, he did his best. I think then he did some great things, and I don't think he was one for taking shortcuts. But on this illustration on page 133, if you notice the ear's left hand, she's got uh-huh. the line of, she's got the line of the table going through her wrist.
0: Yeah. Oh uh, yes.
1: And I don't think that's, I don't think it's typical of Neil to slip up like that. Unless uh-huh. he was either, uh, unless he was either rushed or maybe it was just a sketch that's been coloured in by someone else. Yeah. A really good sketch. I I don't know, yeah. And I think the Tin Man's very—he's uh, not very detailed, considering how he was detailed in every other new illustration. And a bit
2: more
1: three-dimensional. He looks a bit flat here. He just yeah. But I don't know. It's interesting. I like to pick out these wee things, but I don't know. It's interesting. Huh. But I would agree with both here. The colors are terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah. Over on page 136, this picture kind of confused me when I first saw it. Oh, I love that yeah.
1: picture.
0: I love mm. it. Yeah. The reason why it confused me was that yeah. um, it was really the first time I'd seen John O'Neill's work. I saw this copy of Osmo of the Library, and they had this picture on the dust jacket. And so I thought, well, there's a scarecrow in the Tin Woodman, but who's that in the middle? Because I hadn't seen Dorothy look like that. <laughs> I thought is that asthma.
1: You know what always confused me about this? How come the tin man had a metal I'll tie? But that's one of my favorites actually. I I, I I just like it. That was yeah, it is a nice picture. i
0: nice
1: I, I I like how I like how the tin man's hand yeah. is awkward. Oh,
0: oh, like stiff. And, and you see how Dorothy's <laughs> hugging them both very closely.
1: Yeah, it's not even that. I think I think I think I like how I I like how she's hugging them closely but they're awkward because when it comes down to it one's made a straw and one's one's a thin guy
0: see yeah well you see the scarecrow is kind of leaning in a bit more I mean he's soft so if he like fell over on her he couldn't really hurt her but if you had the tin man fall over you know that might cause a few injuries
1: yeah I was I always thought this illustration was really important because when it comes down to it, the, scare, the Scarecrow is... I mean, he's obviously looking more um, comfortable leaning forward and I always thought it was really important because the Tin Man's not comfortable in that illustration. Mm. Mm. Because when it comes down to it, he's made a tin, isn't yeah. he? And look at his arm, it's so awkward. I, I thought that was a really important illustration in, with Neil, or from Neil. I thought that was important.
0: <laughs>
1: i got to go and do a couple of things.
0: All right. See, um.
1: See, oh, wait. I'll, I'll, I'm going to leave you with something. I'm going to leave you with something, uh, which I quite like. Bear with me. Yeah. One of my I, fav- One. One of my favorite illustrations is on page one seven eight. Ah uh, yes, awesome. This. This, this, uh, this one is very interesting because there's no way I'm if even if even if John O'Neill's family proved to me somehow that it was coloured by him, I wouldn't believe it. There's no way. It's not him. Uh, and I also like it because her left hand is drawn uh, very, very strangely. Prove it. mm. It's uh It's an interesting one to me. It's got interesting perspective and uh, I don't know.
0: It's an interesting one. I'll leave you with it. Bye. If you look over in the right bottom corner, is that part of Ozma's dress or part of the curtain? Um, I'd say
2: it is. Like a cape, at least, because I'm just looking along the line right. of the figure along the dress. So, um, except for maybe a fold or two, I think that would be her
0: cape. Yeah, but the way it is, I mean, the rest of the curtains pushed all the way back, seems like it'd be f- flapping over. Mm. I'm not sure. I mean, it's colored like the rest of her gown, but looks. Awful and grey I gotta say that mm. For some reason I mean, it looks like It should be part of the curtain And not a dress mm. It's like if it was Part of a cape Or trains or something It doesn't seem like It would bunch up like that
2: No I don't
0: And we're already talking That Neil did Know how to draw properly
2: One of the pictures I really like In this book Is The he Calls out to a friends, Like the color plate
0: uh, Which page is that on?
2: 109
0: Just running all over this book all right. Oh, yes. Save me, my friend. Save me. <laughs> you notice she's waving a white flag to get their attention or her handkerchief or something.
2: Hmm. A very big one, if it is a
0: handkerchief. Oh, my gosh. Can you see something here? Look at the apple tree. Yes. And now look down at the bottom.
2: Yeah, the one below apple's the fallen here.
0: off. Yeah, that little detail there just you know, it tells you this was definitely an artist who knew what he was doing.
2: Yeah, it does make it make it look a bit more real.
0: I kinda get the idea from reading Bomb's book that Languedo the way she was running the palace was very minimal minimal. So you know maybe she's let a few things just go around the palace. Hmm. and maybe what here Neil's suggesting helps suggest that by showing that detail right there. I mean, I know a uh, apple falling from a tree, that happens but yeah. you think think if they had a gardener or something they would've at least it might've been picked up or something already let's see anything else you want to know about this picture Sam? not
2: that I think of other than how yellow you know Dorothy's friends and the path they're on looks
0: like they the same color as the as the road it seems they've, they've just traveled traveled up by mm. you know this is probably another case where the staff colorist or whatever might have done mm. that but you know on the other hand Telling all those little details, that would be quite a feat for the printing technology they had back then. Yeah, I suppose. I just got to say, this is a great illustration. Mm. And we have our much-loved John O'Neill-style clouds back there. Mm. You notice how the clouds always look like they're being rushed along by the wind?
2: Yeah, like big puffs with just skinny tails.
0: Yeah, almost as if they're being pushed along. Or pulled. Yeah. Yeah. Pushed. Pushed. Definitely pushed. It kind of sets this tone for that this is an adventure story, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I really wish someone might go back over these someday and do a complete recolor of them. Well, of them actually,
2: when I had remember how I mentioned my Dover edition of Ozma. Yes. Well, I don't have that because I actually did color in all of the black and white illustrations for Coward and Charlotte. Charlotte. It was quite a um, task to do, coloring all those pages with black and white pictures into color with pencils, but it was a great job. Dorothy is now uh, brown here, and maybe Ozma has yellow here, but I think it, the color I think I would say that the colors are better than the hardcover, the way I did them, hopefully, but it's been quite a while since I last saw them. I'm not sure. How all of them went, mm. but um, in one of in doing so, I did have a bit of fun, like on page twelve where Dorothy has a little bonnet and yeah, with her outfit on page twelve, I was able, I had the freedom to color that in like the wizard colors, like give Dorothy a blue dress and mm-hmm. give her a pink bonnet.
0: Yes, you know we also mentioned that. And one thing we haven't mentioned, is this was really Neil's first time he drew Dorothy. I mean, Mm. there was a little cameo in The Marvelous Land of Oz, if you look on the mural the Tin Woodman has on one of his walls. But this is the first time Mm. she was actually a character in a book he illustrated. Yes. About those clouds, if you look right over on page 17, you know, we see... They're not clouds, but they're gusts of wind and maybe water going yeah. across the ship.
2: One looks like it's pu- actually pulling at Dorothy's leg. Yeah, it does. It does! You'd, oh, it's that's like, not what you were going to say?
0: Well, it fits in with what I was going to say there. It's like, the way the clouds are formed are like, it's pulling you on the story that you want to keep on reading because it's an exciting adventure story. Yeah. I was to say, the coloring here isn't too bad, except almost everything except for Dorothy, the water, this. Round part of the horn here It's all brown
2: Yeah
0: And over on page 21 Where we have Dorothea floating on the ocean Yeah In the coop You noticed how Well we just talked about the, How the wind or water Seem to be pulling her along Yeah Do you know, Do you see the face In the water there? Yep It's almost like Where? Well, yep We got to go I've
2: done my job
0: Over in the corner Of the chicken coop On the opposite side of Where Dorothea is There's a little bit there That might be Belina
2: I think so yeah. I think I might have thought about that and did that in my coloring.
0: See, and it's not colored too well here. No. But you can see the ship back there. What's this? Is there a landmass in the back of this picture? A
2: landmass?
0: Yeah, it's colored very differently from the water in the ship.
2: You mean that peak on the blue plain water on the see. right side of the ship? Yes. I think it could be just, like, miscolored foam.
0: Who wants to go back and time and take over the staff colorist? Hmm. <laughs> See, we're talking a lot about the color plates here. Yeah. But we see that right on page 24, we got a good example of uh, how they mimicked the color design for the Wonderful Wizard of Oz first edition. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, got part of the sea and the chicken coop color down in Justin in yellow right here. And you got Belina up there.
2: Hmm. I know this has nothing to do with the illustrations, but the one part of the book I don't quite like is Belina's fight with the that doesn't really add anything to the story. And maybe the bit with the hungry tiger and Dorothy meeting the sore horse separately. That's, it is good, but it just slows down the story a bit.
0: Well, Sam, those aren't really things that would be dramatic, but they help develop the characters. Like, we get that yeah. is a very independent character right here. She's tough. Yes, she's tough, she stands up for herself. She's very much, I'd say is really one of the most feminist characters in all of the Oz books. Actually
2: But getting back to uh, illustrations On page 149 I do like how light blue the lion's bow is It's not too heavy But it's not too faded either I think that's a good color for lion's bow
0: It's a very dramatic picture Isn't it? <laughs>
2: Except for the um, end of lion's tail Yeah I think it's good that this book We see a bit more of Uncle Henry Especially colored in I mean d- drawn and it, even though it's just two
0: pictures. Back in the yeah, in the Wonderful Wizard of Oz, uh, WW Dinsel only illustrated one picture of him.
2: And only one of him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's
2: right. But thank goodness for the Emerald City of Oz, so that we can see a lot more of them.
0: Yeah. And you notice on the very last illustration in the book that Uncle Henry looks just about the same way as he did back in Wonderful in the Wonderful yeah. Wizard of Oz
2: the long beard and the hair. Although maybe there's a bit more on the top than when Dorothy first visited Oz. Um, I think the best pictures are usually the ones that aren't necessarily part of the story. Like the list of chapters and the end papers.
0: Oh yes. The end papers here where they show it's like a race mm. or something. And they're jumping over a hedge or something, yeah. some kind of hurdle.
2: And Belin is in the and,
0: lead. Uh, <laughs> we are Belin in the lead, being followed up the Gnome King and the Hunky Tiger, the Tin Woodman on the her horse and the Scarecrow on the Cowardly lion, lion. This is a, a, a close race, race, who will win? <laughs>
2: I think... I'm not quite comfortable with the Tin Woodman riding the saw horse. I think he's too heavy for him. Yeah. So do you think yeah, he, maybe. He would have been better the, the Scarecrow or the Gnome King?
0: <clears throat> Probably the Scarecrow. You know, he's the lightest. Mm. You know, we can't exactly call this Sawhorse Deadwood. One thing I find out about this is that all the other... is that aside from the Gnome King, all the other characters are from Oz except a yes. Wheeler. Yeah. Well,
2: actually, so. TikTok 2 is from Ev.
0: Well, yes, yeah, so we have uh, Dorothy over here, so it kind of tells us this is something that happened, you know, after they arrived back from Ev, maybe. Mm. I... You know, as you said, it's not really part of the story, so it's probably just a fun picture Neil designed with all the characters. Yeah. It's like, you
2: know. And General Ginger's there, like yes. in the actual general uniform.
0: And we see one of the soldiers who might be on Bambi.
2: I think that's the only option because he did cut off his whiskers in the last
0: book yes yeah that's one thing i thought was odd that bomb kept consistent and over here on the table of contents list of chapters Mm -hmm. we have one thing that's always bothered me about this and that is how is the scarecrow supporting dorothy
2: that is always the hardest thing to understand especially when he's carrying her out of the poppy field with or without nick chopper's help but i don't quite like it when the Scarecrow is drawn much, much taller than Dorothy and bigger too. Maybe then again, compared to Ozma on the next page, Dorothy is sort of sitting up, so that's why she looks short, short.
0: Yes. And I guess maybe they're at the Palace of Evna, What do you think of the way Ozma's holding her wand or scepter whatever it is here? I mean, she has it pointed directly at eye level. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the two pictures as a whole, she's pointing straight at Dorothy.
2: Yeah, almost in line with her hand. Do you also notice how Nick Chopper's tin arm is flat white? Yeah, it is. Compared to the rest of his body, which has... Um, sort of like gold shine marks.
0: Over here, similarly, on the scale we have some details of straw sticking out.
2: When I colored in these pages um, for the Dover edition, they did not have Doroth Bosworth's leaves completely printed, so there were gaps. But mainly, in the towers in the background, you can see that this is maybe the Castle of Ev. But, in the Dover edition, I did them as the Emerald City.
0: I I guess it would work either way.
2: But I think... Since we have so little of Oz in this book, it's good to color it in the Emerald City instead of the Ev Castle. But
0: mm. this is also the first appearance of TikTok. Yes. You notice how often TikTok has Bellina on his head?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes.
0: Page 53 and page 57 on both of them. <laughs> I mm-hmm. Mean, I guess it helps make him a little more comical. Yeah. I mean, because TikTok was one of the first fully intelligent robots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In literature, so maybe they thought he might seem a little odd, but I think TikTok looks very comical and friendly on his own. Yeah,
2: he does.
0: And if you remember in The Road to Oz, the very first time we see TikTok again in an in illustration for the story, he has Balina on his head again.
2: Mm, Like <sighs> as they're walking? Yeah.
0: It's like bomb like to pair the two up. <laughs> mm. All right. Any other illustrations of note here?
2: Well, if you look on page... 63 with the boat, Billina, and the egg. You'll see that there's probably a misprinting, like um, a few lines down her face.
0: Yeah, like a little V sign. Uh, let's see. Here's why I think. The way that you know. Printing technology wasn't the same way it was now. So the illustrations had to be engraved over to a plate. So that's probably something that went wrong with the plate. Yeah. And, you know, those plates cost quite a bit of money to make. And, you know, not only did they use them for the first printing, but if they did a reissue, they'd use the same plates again. In those days, it was, it was expensive for them to completely reset the book. Whereas now we can just do it all on a computer. Sometimes,
2: yeah. On page 64, there's is black blob between the word pale Dorothy's shoes and Berlina, like in the middle of there.
0: Yeah, I see what you're talking about. What is that?
2: Maybe oh. a black cloud?
0: A black cloud. Maybe there was a, maybe there's some lines missing and there was supposed to be a, another rock behind them.
2: Yeah, I was thinking that. I think, the, I think one of my other favorite pictures is page 66.
0: Ah, right on the next page. Dorothy has definitely gotten some culture about herself. Mm. Maybe it happened on her trip, maybe there's something in between uh, her first and second visits to Oz. She definitely seems a little more refined Mm. now.
2: Well, this actually would be her second visit to Oz, so yeah.
0: Yeah. You notice how TikTok's right thumb is cut off? Yeah. Must have been something wrong with the plate again. Hmm. At this point, we decided we would continue our analysis on a future date. We recorded our conversation via Skype and CallGraph, both available for free. I'd like to thank both Sam and Elligan for spending their time discussing these illustrations. Please let us know if you like this podcast, and write us with ideas for future ones. The Royal Podcast of Oz is a production of Dorothy and Osner Productions.